Hello everybody. It's me, Mario. It's Nell. Welcome to Millennial Triggered. I am a little nervous today. Why? I don't I don't know. I like I was walking Daxel today and I felt really confident about what I was going to say today and just feeling good. And then there's just nothing like actually hitting record and then hearing your voice on the Yeti is just weird. So I'm going to actually take my headphones out. Okay. Hello. So yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Um, welcome. I lot's been going on for me and I, I haven't been, I mean, so if you're listening to this right when I've, um, I've pushed it out, I'm recording this on April, it's April, 2021. And, um, <sighs> I've kind of been, I've not been posting videos on TikTok and, uh, on social media, like on, on Instagram as well. And a lot's been happening, but I just wanted to check in. I, I want to do um, an episode today on uh, desensitization. I get uh, like a common question I get is like, um, I can have an orgasm on my own with my vibrator, but then when it comes to having sex with my partner and not having a vibrator, I can't have an orgasm anymore or just in general with him or her or they and um i i think that i've like i've I, I basically like i'm broken i've broken myself or i've like uh, i've heard a lot of things over the years but um the main one is like did i desensitize myself so i want to get into that today um before we do that i wanted to just kind of connect with you guys um just a little on the personal level because so much is happening and I am like, I'm like really excited and I, I'm, I'm really excited. So basically I'm, I'm getting this, uh, this course, these courses done for all of you. Um, but I'm working on a mini course so that, um, cause courses do take quite a, quite a lot of time and I've just had to order, um, special lighting for it and then some extra tripods so that this, this course can actually be done properly. And I'm working on worksheets, like, um, stuff that you can download and access yourself. And then also resources at the end of the courses where you can go to that don't even have anything to do with me and what I can offer so that you're basically completely set up um, for like feeling really held and nurtured in your pleasure journey. And so obviously, as one can imagine, it takes quite a bit of time. Um, but I really wanted to get something out there because I know that there's a need. Um, and so I am making a mini course um, that will will get a huge amount of information out to people it's just not going to take, um, like it's not going to take as long to get through it for you. And you can get, um, some, some really important information right away if you're not able to set up sessions with me. So I, you know, I don't plug my sessions quite a bit. Uh, I, I like 
I should I should plug them more. It doesn't feel I don't know. It doesn't feel natural. I mean, I want to, but I just keep going back to all the times I've watched YouTube videos or I've watched people that I've really admired and um, learn a lot from, and I just want to keep a fine balance of. Um, plugging my services and versus just like talking to you and getting that information out there and the, the, the you know the, the people that I follow who I'm you know a follower of they they have a good balance and when it's not well balanced it really fucking pisses me off and I don't want to fucking piss you off <laughs> I really don't because you know at the end of the day like my my goal is to get you all off that's what I want and that's what makes it so easy to get up and do my job every day is because this literally has been the thing I've wanted to do ever since I can I can remember. I remember being like, you know, I remember being 19 and I was the one that all my friends came to with questions and if I didn't have the answers, I would go and like talk to family members who have P, um, PhDs in um, female sexuality uh, in, from Africa. Like it's like that, it's crazy what I've grown up with, just been surrounded with. And I guess, you know, it's just, we are a product of your environment. And I grew up in a really open, uh, household about sexuality. So I just never felt poorly about talking about this. And I just, um, it's just, I really love it. It's never going to get old. I will be that 80 year old woman, you know, at, at parties, you know, bringing the dildo out of my purse, like to showcase, you know, things. So, um, I, I've just been struggling, um, with how I should be presenting myself to all of you. And, um, I've always taken approach. I mean, you can, you can hear in the first season with millennial trigger, trigger, twiggle, twiggle, Okay, thank you. Um, in Mal <laughs> oh my God, you can obviously see like I'm with Sierra. I was like totally chilled out myself. I could be whatever, and that was because it wasn't coming from my coaching business. It was just coming from my best friend talking to me. And now that I am transitioning um, this season into talking about more Nell the Pleasure Coach stuff with my business, I'm, you know, I can hear from the first few episodes, I'm like, my personality is there, but I'm trying to keep it professional. And that, I, I, I'm done with that. I'm done with that. I am a professional person. I can be professional when it needs to be, but I can still be personable and completely myself and say, well, the, what, what the fuck? Yes. Okay. So that's what I have to say. Thank you for listening to this information and let's get into desensitization. <laughs> A really common question I get is about desensitization. Like people think that they've broken themselves in some way and they feel like they've just fucked themselves over. And I'm here to tell you, you did not. You absolutely did not. Your clitoris is just super used to the, used to the sensation. Um, and it's about weaning yourself off of it. Transitioning. Transitione. So how are you going to do that? I have a really cute little analogy. Uh, if you are 
if you know me as in like you are a client of mine, you have been exposed to many analogies that I've come up with randomly on the spot. And some of you love them and some of you are like looking at me like I have two heads. And uh, it's understandable. But I'm an analogy kind of gal and uh, I'm going to bring you, bring you one. So so let's say like masturbation um, solo, solo masturbation with, let's say your toy, let's just say a vibrator right now is similar to you wearing. And I do apologize for those who are not wearing bras. Um, actually don't apologize. Way to go. Good for you. Woohoo. But, um, this analogy is for people who wear bras. So do bear with me. I mean, you could go with underwear or it could be like, um, like if you have a binder that you prefer versus like the other one that could also kind of be pertained to. So um, so let's say you wear, uh, you've got like your go-to comfy bra. It's like the best bra. You, you love how it fits. It doesn't even feel like you're wearing it. Right. Um, you, you don't get the, like the pudge under, you know, the under boob and, um, you don't get like any digging in. And uh, anyway, the, the point is I'm so fucking detailed here sometimes. It's really cozy. It's comfy. You absolutely love it. You're, you love it so much that let's say you've purchased a few of them that are the same. Okay. Um, so that's you, uh, that's your toy essentially, right? That's you masturbating alone with your toy. That's your go-to toy, right? So let's say it wasn't the pandemic and you actually got to go out and have uh, a social life. And let's say you bought this gorgeous new outfit and um, your comfy, cozy bra just won't, it will not do for this outfit. My goodness, it just will not do. I must go out and buy an entirely new brassiere. So you do. So you go out, you buy a new bra and um, it's cute. It's sexy. You like it. You look good in it. And hey, it feels fine, but it doesn't feel feel like cozy bra and um that's a bit you're like "Mm, you're not really too sure how you feel about it so let's say it fits in a different way right it's a different kind of cut um maybe it's a push-up bra or mm, maybe it buckles in at the buckles who knows snap snaps i don't know connects in at the front instead of the back or maybe the, the straps are, are crossed. They're like, they go across instead of like the normal way. Whatever, okay? Let's say, and you're like, where are we going here? I know, I don't know. Just come along for the ride. It's fun. Sometimes I don't want to take out the sounds of me sipping tea. It feels like it's it's a really ASMR experience. <laughs> um, So you've got this awesome dress and you're like, Kate had to buy a new bra and you did. Okay. And so that bra is specifically designed for, or specifically purchased in mind to fit that dress. Okay. Are you understanding what the dress is? I don't know. Who knows? The dress is sex. Did you pick up on that? Good. I'm really glad we're all together here. Um, and so you are not like most people are not going to purchase a new bra and then not wear it until the day that they got to wear it to their outing. Right. Because you know, what's going to happen. You're going to feel uncomfortable because it doesn't feel like the old bra or the go-to one that you're always wearing. Right. And so 
the point is you don't want to be like picking at it or pushing it down or, or, you know, readjusting your boobs a bunch and kind of wiggling around in this dress. You want to enjoy the, the experience. You want to be, you want to go out and you want to feel confident in your dress and you, you want to feel like everything's good. Everything's supported. You, you, everything's fine. Right. And, um, the last thing you need to be doing is like worrying about like how uncomfortable you are because you're just not used to it. Right. So what you would be doing is you would be finding some time between now and the day that you're going to be going out with this new outfit. You're going to be introducing this new bra into your day. So maybe you'll wear it an entire day. Maybe you'll wear it, you know, every other day. Maybe you'll just pop it on for a few hours just to get yourself acclimatized to this new brazier, right? So that if you're going from the thing that you're super used to, you love it, you know it works for you, there's no question about it. But it's not going to make sense for the the other aspect of your life where you want to enjoy it, right? And you should enjoy it. And um, it doesn't need to be one or the other. It can be both. So let's bring it back to sex. Um, so, so bridging it, bridging your solo time to your partner time can be overwhelming. But I got to tell you, I, I need you to understand something. It can be overwhelming, but it is so worth it if you work at it. And listen, if this is not going to happen in one day. All of you who are very similar to me, who like things right away, um, are, are going to struggle with this. But good things come to those who put in the effort to masturbate in different ways. So... I'm going to suggest a few things. So first of all, we got to find situations that are working for you in solo time that mimic what you can experience in partner time. Okay. So give you example. This is actually a really common occurrence um, with clients. So they are... um, masturbating, they've got a vibrator and they're on their back and they can have an orgasm in that position and that's great. But then with sex, they're not able to have an orgasm that way because they're so used to using the vibrator. Um, and, um, and usually during sex, we're kind of placed into different positions. I think a lot of us, um, B squads, we, we don't feel confident enough to be like, Hey, hold up. I'd like to be in this position, thanks kindly. Um, or like, whoa, 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 no, 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 hang on. I'm I'm not done in that one. Yeah, thanks kindly. We're gonna need we need a few more minutes, thanks kindly. So um where we wonder why are we not able to have an orgasm in all these other positions if we're not used to having them when we're doing it solo time. So I want you to think of a solo time as your go-to baseline, right? That's your reliable information. You know, that's that's the baseline data collection that we are mining here. And then how do we 
how do we figure out what's going to happen with a partner? So if you're used to having an orgasm on your back, then um, with with a toy or whatever, um, so you're going to want to focus on being in that position eventually when you are ready to have an orgasm. Um, you want to be in that position with your partner. Let's first talk about the vibrator. If you are not comfortable introducing a vibrator with your partner, then you're going to need to transition yourself off of the vibrations. So how are you going to do that? It might feel like a little overwhelming or impossible. Well, basically what you do is, um, and, and this doesn't need to happen every single time. You can do it every other time, or you can find different ways to integrate it into the every, every solo session, and then go back to the go-to moves that you prefer. But basically I want you to take like a soft t-shirt or a soft pillowcase or, um, or even a washcloth, like a dry washcloth. Um, I mean, you can pop lube on there, no problem, but like, don't, you know, I will, anyway, uh, <laughs> so detail oriented. And I want you to start placing that in between the vibrator and the clitoris. And I want you to start um, understanding like, or not understanding, I want you to start um, experiencing a, a different kind of sensation. So it's not gonna work for you to go from like, hey, you're using the vibrator every time to like no vibrator at all or just a vibrator a little bit. You know, you're so used to a certain sensation that it's gonna be nearly impossible for you to have an, um, an orgasm even on your own in with something else. Um, if you're just so used to relying on this and you don't change your masturbation techniques up at all, which I really do highly recommend. Daxel, could you please not? I mean, it. I, I, it's a very important podcast. I, you've already humped once today. Thank you. Okay, good. Thank you. I do apologize uh, for that. Um, so I really do recommend um, incorporating um, different toys when you masturbate. So, for example, for me, ever since finding Sila, I'm like, oh my God, I, I really truly do not need anything else. But my body starts to get used to it so much that like um, other things are just not going to work. And I want other things to work. So every once in a while, they're like, okay, I'm going to bring out the good old uh, bunny ear vibrator, bullet vibrator thingy, and I'm going to switch it up from, you know, on my back, and I'm going to get on top of the pillows, and I'm going to rub the pillows with the vibrator there, and, and that's going to feel great. Now, don't worry if you're only able to masturbate, um, orgasm in one position right now. That was me a few years ago, and I was able to train myself so if you are wondering about that, that will be included in like the actual major courses. Um, we do talk a bit about transitioning in the mini course. So keep an eye out for that. Um, and also I'm going to say this courses are a broad thing, right? So if you need customized, um, homework, all that kind of stuff, you need customized information specifically made for you and how you do things you got to come to me. you got to set up a session. you got to do that. Okay. I can't give you broad advice. That's going to fix it. Um, 
you know, and, and without me knowing really what's going on for you. Anyway, back to our uh, normally broadcast television program. Um, use different toys so that you are not becoming too dependent on one sensation. So, in order to transition out of how, you know, what we've been talking about, grab that piece of really soft cloth and place that in between your vibrator and your clitoris. Go ahead and take lube and place that. Get that um, material nice and wet so that it's easier to really enjoy the experience because lubrication allows us to have a better orgasm and a deeper orgasm because we can actually, it, it heightens the nerves, right? We, we, we have a better feeling. It's not just friction. Hey, friction's fabulous, but um, I, I wouldn't want you relying on it too much all the time because you, you're gonna be missing out on other types of orgasm. Continue the way you would normally masturbate with that piece of cloth in between. And then gradually folding, like gradually as you go and you become acclimatized to this new sensation of having a little bit of, you know, of a buffer in between, then take that cloth and maybe fold it over another time, like another, whatever I'm trying to say. Or, um, or you could scrunch it up if that's better. Find what works for you. Again, it's all trial and error. It's all going to be um, figuring out what, what works and what doesn't work. And so essentially what I want for you is to eventually create more and more of a buffer. And so um, you're still gonna have the nice sensation of the vibrator, but you might wanna like find ways to incorporate more pressure then because you are gonna have less of the vibrational, very intense sensation. You're gonna wanna incorporate some pressure there. Um, and so, um, then, it, so again, we're on our back. Again, it's always hard for me to do this um, with audio and not being able to showcase this. But, um, so you're on your back, you've got your knees bent a bit, you've got your feet on the, the ground, or if you, you know, on the, sorry, on the bed or in a diamond shape. And then play around with then introducing a pillow or two stacked on top of each other in between your legs. And then, again, start to rub that. Um, and go through the motions um, because what I'm trying to get you to do is to start to introduce other positions or um, sorry other sensations that are very similar to sex right so that would be similar to having your partner on top of you your legs are spread a lot of V squatters think that they automatically have to have their legs above their partner's shoulders or off to the side. And the reason why we think that is just because we are placed into those positions because, you know, men. Uh, are you masturbating that way? Are you masturbating with your legs up in the air? I mean, unless, I mean, fabulous core strength if you are, but are you masturbating with your legs up in the air off to the side? and your clit really not being interacted with at all? I'm waiting. What's the answer? Unless you're in Cirque du Soleil, I'm pretty sure you don't have your legs tied up to the, you know, up from the ceiling and you're figuring that out, right? So 
it's unrealistic to expect you to have an orgasm in that position if you've never had one on your own in that position, right? Take that time to offer up the suggestion that, hey, that's fine. Enjoy that position. I'm not telling you not to do it. Hey, it's a nice feeling position. Don't get me wrong. But then bring your legs down, have him in the middle. You can squeeze him a bit, have your legs bent, whatever is feeling comfortable with you. Have your feet on the bed a bit and then pull him in. He can be focusing on his, his, his actions, but pull him in and then start to move your hips. Start to make sure that while, if, if, if he or she, can they, if the person is, um, right now I'm just kind of basically talking about penis owners at this point. So if he is coming in and out of you, or hey, if there's a strap on involved and she's, she's in that position, um, then really start to kind of move your hips back and forth, side to side. Try to find a rhythm with them and then start to really rub your clitoris up against their pubic bone or their um, stomach. We're so used to seeing in porn basically an L shape where the guy is basically railing you from, you know, you're, you're laying down and he's not nowhere close to you. Um, and so there's no interaction with your clitoris. And so it's about finding ways that like interaction with clitoris doesn't have to be, um, direct. It can be indirect as in someone doesn't need to be touching it. You can be rubbing it up against things. That's why I've really enjoyed partners who have a bit of a belly because it's a lot easier for me to have my clitoris stimulated in a bunch of positions. So then um, really, you know, then you can start to incorporate what you've been practicing many times, not just once or twice or three or four or five times. This is an ongoing occurrence where you are going to have to put in the work, but it's well worth it. You could, if you want to, incorporate that vibrator, bring that vibrator in. There are a bunch of different types that are a lot easier um, to incorporate with uh, a partner that's not just like the bullet vibrator. Like I've mentioned in my other videos, it's like a little bullet vibrator, but it's in the shape of a bunny ear or like if you turn it around, it's a tooth. I look, I mean, I think that's really sexy. Um, And basically like they're essentially like two bullets on each side and very flexible and they're not touching like your clitoris directly so you're not getting that super intense feeling if you don't want it to that will fit perfectly in that position or you can get another vibrator that has like um it's shaped up kind of like a stone i'll put the links in the show notes that would fit perfectly too it's kind of like a it's in the shape of basically a stone you would skip across the water and it vibrates and it's really smooth. Oh my God, I'm losing my voice right now. And so it's a perfect little, you see, you just sandwich it in between you and then voila, you've got the best of both worlds and you now um, know how to um, have an orgasm uh, with the vibrator and then also without it and also maybe having like less of the sensations than you normally would. So that is just one example of how we can transition from one position to um, sex. 
And oh, obviously I'm losing my voice today. I was going to do another transition um, position from being on top. If you're used to masturbating like um, on a bunch of pillows and you need to be on top of something. So that's just one position. I wanted to I wanted to give them um, a few other options like uh, suggestions. I am losing my voice. So I've got to respect the process. So I will make another episode on, um, you know, what you would do in terms of, um, you know, this entire situation, but flipped like, you know, you're on top of something, not on your back. And, um, yeah, so I'm going to leave it at that. It that. Thank you kindly. I just want to say thank you so much for supporting me by listening. Um, I usually don't do this when I listen to other podcasters do it, which is unfortunate. Um, if you wouldn't mind rating this, I'd actually really appreciate it. Uh, I would love to get rated up higher. <laughs> I don't know what I'm rated at because um, I've never asked anyone to rate me. But um, if you could also maybe put a few testimonials, like um, reviews, that'd be fabulous. I know we're in a new season, so things are still pretty new, but I would really appreciate it. It helps me. Um, it also helps bring in some extra income um, so that I can keep providing this to you guys for free. And um, yeah, keep on doing it. So thanks for joining me. I hope that has helped. Um, if you have um, video suggestions and requests, please send them my way. I love y'all. Y'all and uh hit me up on social media it's like you know send in your uh your video requests that i will do definitely take video requests um if you want to book uh, a call a session packages whatever you can hit me up on now the all of my info is in the link in in all the all all of the social media bios and oh, arrivederci good night